Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited for you to dig into the, today's episode where I interview my friend Elizabeth and we talk about a lot of things motherhood, but specifically motherhood and running a business and balancing it all because I see you and I hear you when you tell me that you feel this guilt between, you know, you want to grow your business, but you also have babies to raise and you feel like stuck in this place of you cannot give your attention to both. If you go all in in your business, then your kids are missing out and they're growing. Or if you go all in in your business, then maybe you're resentful because you're not taking care of yourself and your business is a way that you take care of yourself. So as soon as I met Elizabeth, I was like, I have to have you on my show. And I'm so glad that she came and she just blessed us with all the good stuff that you're about to listen to. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on the show. Please tell my audience who you are and what you do. Hello, everyone. My name is Elizabeth Andreevsky, super last, long last name. I am a stress coach for moms, and I have four little ones. I have three boys and a baby girl. So my boys are 10, 7, 4, and a 7-month-old girl. And I started an online business doing coaching for moms. And I, how I came about to even this whole journey was you and I can relate. We have this influencer that we follow, Allie. A friend of mine introduced me to her a few years ago, but I was just not in a season of my life that I was ready to uh, listen to what Allie had to say. I was dealing with a lot of depression and just um, marital struggles at that point. But then once I kind of got past that, I came around to some of her podcast episodes and I started to learn more about internal growth. And I, it was just like super inspiring and motivating for me. Also around the same season in my life, I ended up going to counseling for my youngest boy who was just very challenging for me. And he was just one of those kids that like, maybe you can relate, but one of those that you could not just like have him play next to you. He would get into somewhere. He would just like, you always have to be like, what, what, where is he? Where is he making sure he's not like climbing something or destroying something or starting anything on fire. So he was like one of those kids. And when I started going to counseling, I got introduced to gentle parenting approach which was very different from the way I was raised, which was more like you have to control your kids. The kids are a reflection. Their behavior is a reflection of how you are as a parent, spanking. And that's what my husband and I both were raised in. And that's all we knew. And so I was introduced to this whole new world of parenting. And I'm like, this feels right. I've always loved and enjoyed emotional connection um, with people. I'm like, this feels right. And I tried implementing it and I kept failing and failing and failing. I kept going back unintentionally to my automatic patterns of parenting. And what I've noticed is when I was under stress, when I was overwhelmed, when I was running an empty, when I haven't had time to myself, my brain would not be able to remember any of the new strategies or implement it. I would go back to my old ways of doing things, even though I'm like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But in the heat of the moment, I literally could not remember anything else 
Like I could not remember any of the positive things I learned. And that put me on a journey to figure out like, okay, well, what do I need to support myself so I can implement these things? And around the same time, maybe a few months later, after I started therapy, I bought Allie's course, Unburdened. And in that course, she teaches having like a morning ritual, kind of doing something that will center you and ground you for the day. I also, she mentioned the book Morning Miracles in there. And I listened to that book and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I need. And so I, once I started to kind of implement those things and doing things on a regular basis to calm my nervous system down to ground myself and set myself up for success for the day, I noticed that I was able to actually implement the things I was learning about parenting. My brain had the space and the energy to be able to like remember those things in that moment. So that's kind of like my story, how I even like got around to it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to help other moms. I want to help other moms learn ways to calm their nervous system down, to calm just the mental stress and overwhelm so then they can be their best self. So they're not running an empty. So they're not snappy and agitated and frustrated with their kids all the time. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I know for, you know, the mama in my audience, most of them are like struggling right now because they're in this place of obviously they have kids and they're building a business and both of those take a lot of time and she's in the middle, like not knowing which direction do I go. And she's struggling because if she just focuses on her kid, then that creates a little bit of resentment because she doesn't have time to work on her business. But if she works on her business and not, you know, the child so much, then she feels a lot of guilt and maybe even shame that she's focusing on the business. And uh, it's like self-serving, you know, like she has a lot of negative self-talk. So what would you say to that mom who's in the space right now of like not knowing how to, find the harmony between the two. Oh my gosh, I can so relate with that because I am still on that journey myself and I can share with you some things that I have figured out that have been helpful for me to kind of work through this part of like having an online business. So one of the things that I came across, I mean, Ali mentioned it on one of her podcasts was the book, The Joy of Missing Out by Tanya Dalton. And I read that book. And in one of the things in that book, she talks about, she's like, instead of balance, she calls it like, there's no like ideal balance. Like, oh, I spend this much time with my kids today and I have to this much time to work today. She's like, there will be seasons in your life where you lean into like, let's say work a little bit more, because that's what like, it's more of a priority right now. And then there will be like, then you will counterbalance and lean towards like some like more of like spending time with your kids. Let's say in the summertime, you take more of a break and you lean lean more towards that part, you know, like, and you work less and spend time more with your kids. And that was like really freeing for me, like shifting that mindset that like, I don't have to perfectly balance everything because that's a lot of stress that I think creates even more overwhelm. And it's unrealistic to just kind of like, like mentally always try to like make sure it's always equal, right? So for me, being a person who's highly sensitive, a person that when I focus, I need to focus. And if I get distracted by my kids, 
it bothers me a lot, right? And so I have learned that there are certain things that I need to do, like to set myself up. So then I am not feeling that way as much. So one of the things is like, I know that I'm a better mom when I do something I enjoy, right? So running this business and doing this online coaching, like time just flies because I love it and I enjoy it. And so I work on it when my older two are in school. So what happens is how my day is structured. I drop them off at school. I come home. I put baby for a nap. And my toddler usually watches cartoons during that time. And I have a couple hours of focused time where I get work done. And this is my time to get stuff done. And yes, there's a little bit of guilt that my toddler is watching cartoons, but if he's not, he's interrupting me. And then I just get pulled into different directions and whatever I'm doing is taking like 20 times longer. Right. And so, and then we have lunch together and we spent time together and I put work away. So like I have like blocks of time during the day where I'm focused at work and then I take a little break and then I'm focused at work a little bit for another hour and a half to two hours before I could pick kids up from school. And then when I get them from school, I don't work unless my husband is home and he is 100% with the kids. Just because then if I try to, my kids need me. I have regular normal kids who either get in a fight or need something from me or need a snack or something happens. And if I try to multitask, I personally get really frustrated and agitated and stressed. And then I'm going against what I preach. So I decided that when my kids are home, I will use that time to do homework with them. I use that time, you know, to ask them about their day, to, you know, make dinner, to just be fully like present as a mom. I hope that like was a little bit helpful. I don't know. Like, let me know. We can go a little bit deeper. And I think what's helpful that you said is that, Sometimes you're going to have to like make those quote unquote sacrifices. Like you're not loving that he's watching the screen, but it's intentional. Like you're not just letting him watch TV all day, you know, like you're being very intentional about how you're doing it and so that you can work in your business. So I think the biggest thing is that we have all of us, we have the standard in our minds that we made up and we want to, you know, just hold ourselves up to that standard and nobody is following. Everybody does something like we have to juggle, you know, something some way, somehow, you know, so just letting go of that, because you know, that if you're working, and your son is like, right, there, just pulling at you, you're just going to get frustrated, and nothing's going to get done. So really leveraging that. And yeah, sure, it, it might not be what you're loving, because it's the screen, but you're being intentional about it. You know, there's a reason why it's happening. And we all just have to give ourselves grace, honestly. Yeah, so to avoid kind of like resenting my kids, for like not letting me work that what I do is like I try to get stuff done when they are at school or earlier in the morning when they're sleeping or when my husband is at you know at home with the kids so that way I'm not kind of like pulled multiple Mm -hmm. different directions that helps me feel with like less resentfulness and bitterness and kind of looking ahead on my schedule okay they don't have school on Thursday Friday this week okay we'll plan on you know if everyone is feeling well to go get out of the house and like I plan ahead of time like using that time to get out to connect with my kids do something fun for them and then when they are in school like the first three days of the week I am like more intentional of like 
putting a little bit extra time out, you know, with like yeah. work wise. That's how it works for me. Also, I don't homeschool. So it could be different for moms that are homeschooling, right? And to avoid like the mom guilt part, I tell myself like, first of all, I'm serving my family by doing this, right? Like it benefits the rest of the family, me bringing an income. The other thing is like, I am a better mom because I'm doing something I enjoy for myself as well. You know, that way I'm not like just a mom. I'm also, you know, an entrepreneur. I'm also like, and this helps me thrive. It like fills my cup. The time just flies when I do this because I enjoy it so much. Right. And when I do something for myself, I don't resent my kids as much. Right. I feel better about myself internally and it shows up into the rest of the family. So just like shifting your mindset and like telling yourself, I am a better mom when I do something for myself that I enjoy and setting like time limits to like, okay, this part of the day I'm doing this, this part of the day I'm doing this. That way it's not just like all crazy and chaotic. And that kind of helps me with like the balancing part. Okay. Yes. That was super helpful. Thank you so much for bringing that up. And yeah, just also like normalizing that sometimes we are going to feel resentment and sometimes we're going to feel guilt. Sometimes we're going to feel shame. And like, it's, it's all part of the journey. It's, you're not a bad person for feeling that way. It just, we're humans and we have all these feelings going through us at any given moment. So I, I think the best thing you can do at that time is to ask yourself, like, what is true right now? You know, like what is really the truth about what's happening? And I think to what you said before is that if you take the time to just spend time with yourself and do things that really fill your cup and they can be simple things, you have the mental capacity to go there and, and ask yourself those questions and understand that, okay, let's break down this mom guilt and be able to have the conversation with yourself. I think it's super helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I mean, if you'd like to, I can talk a little bit more about things that I do on a proactive basis um, to support myself. So then I can show up as a better mom who's more present and engaged with my kids. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we, um, we talked about this earlier, but you and I both do similar things. And one of them is I get up before my kids in the mornings most mornings, unless like I'm not feeling well or something, but most mornings I will get up before my kids. And I use that time to have certain practices that ground me and calm my nervous system down um, and just help me feel better internally. Um, I got a lot of these from either Allie or from that book, Morning Miracles. And those are such things as like, being in silence, um, doing deep breathing or meditation. Oftentimes I visualize like a calming, peaceful place. And I'm like, okay, for me, it's like being at Bora Bora, like, and like beautiful sand. And I'm like, what do I hear? What do I see? Just something that really calms my body down. Sometimes I use that time to do affirmations. I have a gratitude journal. Like I don't do it all in one day. I just usually kind of like pick a few things. I usually journal on a regular basis because that really helps me um, just to get everything that's out of my mind to process it. It could be business related. It could be just personal life. If anything like feels kind of heavy mentally, I usually journal almost 
every time, like my journals, if I read through them, usually it's all the hard things in my life, everything that feels kind of heavy or um, just like if I feel, let's say, you know, some conflict with my husband, I'm like, oh, this happened. I feel this. He said this. He said, and like, that's how I process it. Also, I'm like, I'm a Christian. So I will read in the Bible. I will pray. But I feel like for me personally, I need at least half an hour to do something in the morning, just maybe a few of those things to kind of like calm myself, ground myself and just fill my cup. So then I can show up as a better mom when my kids do get up, like I feel proactive and doing these type of practices help me kind of just center myself. I guess that's kind of the easiest word that like describes. And then I feel like I am responsive throughout the day instead of reactive to my kids throughout the day. Yeah, I love that. And do you have any tips like if energetically, you know, there's a mom out there feeling drained, do you have any tips on how to manage that or overcome that? I think like overcome, it's like a bad thing. So like just really to manage like energetically for just feeling drained, do you have any tips for that? Yeah. So if we're talking about like, it was just like a hard day versus like, oh, it's been months and months, you know, I think there's a difference, right? Like, um, if it's just like, oh, it's just been a really rough day. And if you are, um, have a spouse or family members that are able to help you out, for me personally, I need a long time to re-energize, to do something that I enjoy, something I love. And it has to be without a screen whatever I'm doing has to be no screens right and so if I'm like feeling like the day feels like heavy and overwhelming and I feel so drained I ask my husband for support and be like hey can you please put the kids down I need some time to myself like it's just been a rough day I just need me time um sometimes if I can leave the house and get out of the house with some girlfriends like I'll do that sometimes I ask my parents to take the kids for a sleepover Um, So I can have like a weekend to just kind of like regroup, but I usually use that time to do something that does not require the screen time. So I could either go for a walk, just being in nature, like journaling is really helpful for me doing like reading a book in the summertime, I would just go sit at a lake and just, just sit there under the trees and like read a book or journal, like for me, just something that is just so calming and grounded. My kids, I love them, but I have four and like, they, they do create extra chaos, right? Like it's really hard to just like ground yourself when you have like kids running around, you know, you know, wanting to punch each other or something like, (laughs) especially the three boys. Yes, yes. So and they have so much energy. So I have to have that time by myself. I can't have kids around if I need to like re-energize. Like I enjoy reading books. I like to do like adult coloring books or paint by numbers. Some people like to crochet. Some people like to do a some DIY project. I used to like like to do like lotions and like you know, lip balms, like I used to enjoy doing those things. I'm not really into that, but doing something that you're doing just for yourself, like not for your kids and like without a screen because screens bring, you know, the blue light. It also oftentimes, like, even if it's like Instagram, even if it's positive things, 
so much like our brain needs to just relax without taking a bunch of like input 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 so just literally listening to music and cooking if you enjoy like baking or something I don't know like so something that just like refills you helps you feel better if it's been I would say months and months and you feel like really really burned out yes a weekend like that will help but I think during that time, you might need to reassess what is going on in my life on a regular basis that needs to shift. Like, what is something that is really draining me that I can either delegate or cut out? Because it's not sustainable to continue to be in like, always exhausted and overwhelmed. Like it's gonna leak out in other areas of your life into either like your parenting or your marriage or um, your health or your mental health. So I feel like we have to like be like, okay, what is really draining me right now? What is feeling really heavy? What does not feel aligned? Okay, what can I delegate, maybe delete for a season or something just so I am not so burned out, so I am not so overwhelmed? And just kind of assessing that. And like, if you do need to hire help, hire help. If you need to ask, you know, create more structure in the day. So, you know, the kids can help more Then do that. If you need to ask your spouse for more support, if you can simplify, like do grocery delivery versus trying to like, you know, go get groceries. You could simplify like, you know, rotate meals every two weeks. So things are easier, whatever it is, you know, just to kind of like analyze and just take a step back and be like, okay, what's not working? What can I do differently? Because this is not a way to continue. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I would do. I love that you say that because I am the queen of like systemizing and optimizing and looking at things and like finding out a solution that is like my jam. And I'm one thing that I found is that I constantly have to do that because seasons Mm -hmm. are always changing. So I, it's not like a one and done. Sometimes it's like, okay, like this is working, but now the family's shifting. So we need to move that around a little bit, you know, so I love that you say that, and especially too about taking time in nature, because anybody who listens to this podcast knows that that is my thing, spending time outside, spending time in nature, super important. I mean, I'm in Florida, North Florida, and anything below like 65 is freezing for me. I can't handle it. So for me, well, what... I'm in Minnesota, so <laughs> yeah, no, I can't handle it. But like what that looks like for me now, because it's too cold and I can't handle it like I literally don't own pants you guys like true story I live in Florida <laughs> hello uh, I just open up the the door in the patio and I just look outside and I just stare into the trees and I breathe some fresh air because you know that's what I can give right now because I cannot handle the cold <laughs> yeah you know I I don't like cold either and like my husband and I were talking about like seriously considering like once things take off on my end to move to Florida just because Florida's of the weather yeah just I love being outside too we went there in January of this year and it was like awesome it was like in the 70s and I'm like oh my goodness and coming back to the negative temperatures yes. in Minnesota so yeah we don't go outside that much in the winter time at all and like one of the things I did implement when it got warmer outside in the warmer months, in the morning when my kids are still sleeping and I have my morning time, I would sit at the front um, porch outside and I would just sip my coffee in peace. And I my, left my phone inside the house 
So it wouldn't tempt me because if it's next to me, it tempts yeah. me. I don't know about you guys, but I, I get tempted. And so I would just sit there and drink my coffee and just watch the birds flying and like, you know, tripping and just like listening to them sing and just feel the breeze. And like, even when I got like into like September and October, if it wasn't super cold, I would still sit outside there and just have my morning to just like, and that would help me so much to just like ground me and center me. So like, I would say if you feel like a mom who's just constantly feeling overwhelmed and burned out, like let's assess what is not going well. And I would highly encourage you create a practice something in your day that creates a little bit of stillness. It could be maybe in the afternoon before you get your kids from school or whatever it is, like create, I would say maybe like 15 minutes sometime during your day. I prefer mornings, but something that will just white space in your day. You don't have something scheduled where you're just constantly busy and going on that will center you and ground you and will calm your nervous system down, that's going to help. Like that overwhelm, the stress, that like the mental, like chaos, meditation, deep breathing, just sitting there in nature, journaling, getting it out of your brain and on paper. All those things are so, so, so helpful. So pick one that works for you, right? Try a couple that doesn't work, switch to another one, but doing something that works for you that will help you yeah, reduce that overwhelm. I love that so much. And yeah, doing it doesn't have to be like life changing, you know, we don't have to go get many, many zipettis like every day, but like just doing something that really fills your cup, you know, like for me, it's taking care of myself in the morning, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, find where your thing is and like stick to it and, and do it because it does really change. And I, I, you may not see the results right away, but I think if you keep practicing it, you'll see the results, you know, like don't expect to be life changing that like the first day you meditate for five minutes, but like doing that every day really does help or, you know, whatever your thing is, it, it, it helps if you just stick to it. Yeah. And you know what? I noticed that as you start like doing it, things start slowly to change and you don't always notice it until you stop it doing it. And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, you know, And then like you skip meditation for a week and you're like, what the heck? Like, why is my week feeling so chaotic? And you're like, wait, hold on. I stopped getting up early in the morning. I didn't have that time. And then you see how like when you go back, you're like, oh, wow, it did impact me so much. Yeah. Wow, Elizabeth, this was so helpful. Thank you so much. Where can my ladies connect with you? Um, So I'm I'm mostly on Instagram. It's uh, Emotionally Healthy Legacy. And I also have a podcast named the same, under the same name, Emotionally Healthy Legacy. And I talk a lot about um, ways that moms can support themselves proactively and how to deal with those big, hard feelings that we all experience. um, So we don't end up saying or doing hurtful things in our, you know, with our family members, um, but just like a lot of with like either frustration or even anger or whatever. But I just love talking about feelings a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it so much. And I'm sure you're going to get a lot of my listeners over to your show because I know that I know for a fact that some of the mamas in my audience are definitely struggling with this, which is why I talk so much about, you know, the balancing, quote unquote, balancing motherhood and, and, and business because it, we need to normalize it. You know, we're not always high vibing all the time and it's not all rainbows and butterflies and glitter like 
there is struggle involved in it. It just mm-hmm. is what it is, you know? Um, yeah. So I love that we're talking about this. Thank you so for much for sure, coming yeah. on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Mama, I really hope that this episode blessed you, that you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, that it has given you some peace in your heart, and that if you were in a place of just feeling stuck or feeling stressed, that now you have a little bit more peace in your heart, and just know, Mama, that you are wonderful, you're great, you're doing an amazing job, and connect with me and uh, with Elizabeth over on Instagram, of course, we'll leave our handles linked for you in the show notes. And until next time, may you be bright with peace, love and kindness, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hey mama, I really, really hope that this episode has blessed you in some way. And if you did, would you please be so kind as to leave me a review on Apple. Your review is literally the number one way that you can thank me for all the work, for all the love that I put into these episodes. Also, if you loved listening to today's episode, I can guarantee you that you're going to love working with me. So head over to my website, julianabrabadi.com to see all the ways that I can help you. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.